Oh man, it's good in here, isn't it? Keep drinking it in. Keep drinking it in. <laughs> By drinking it in, what I mean is um, allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you. Let it bubble up. <laughs> There's an emotional connection that we have when we, can, when we listen to Holy Spirit. And that's what I mean by keep drinking it in. This morning, um, what um, we really felt like we wanted to do is make a bit of space for a journey um, of intimacy. Um, a journey with the Father. And um, a journey of love, a journey of freedom. And so that's why we've done quite a lot of worship. And Chris and uh, Chris going to keep playing for a bit. We've got a communion table here. You can probably, you've noticed it. Um, and a lot of the objects on there will have prophetic symbolism um, to, uh, to do with freedom, to do with intimacy, to do with new life. Um, you can go and help yourself whenever you like. <laughs> you don't have to wait for a particular moment. You can go and help yourself because that's what it's like to be in relationship with Jesus. This is a lover's banquet over here. <laughs> you can come and have a lot. Because there's, there's some really big glasses here. <laughs> there's some big hunks of bread. You can come and have seconds. Or you can wait till later. It's okay. Um, I just want to talk about Song of Songs for a little, little bit, I think. Um, and so Chris is going to keep playing. And the reason is because there's something about this book that's to do with romance. <laughs> and so... Music really helps to facilitate some of our connections because we're wired um, to connect emotionally with things. So as I talk, you can either sit down or stand up or lie down or run about or, <laughs> or you can shut your eyes. You can keep your eyes open and look at me. You can do whatever you want. The, the point of it is really for you, to help you connect with Jesus. So you don't have to look at me. You don't have to open the Bible either, because I'm going to read to you. So, in the book of the Song of Songs, Jesus is depicted as a bridegroom, and um, the purpose of the book is he makes his bride beautiful. And holy by casting out fear with perfect love. The purpose of the book is to unlock intensity and power of Jesus' love for us right in the deepest places of our hearts. And there's a lot of symbolism on the way through. A lot of it, people read it and go, what the heck does that mean? <laughs> and so some of that is very cultural. So um, this translation called the Passion, Passion Translation put some of those images really much more easily for us in our culture to understand um, so I just feel like we need to just read some of it together um, and just allow the detail and the fullness of Jesus' love to minister to us Okay, so it feels quite hot in here doesn't it <laughs> there's a peace as well um, there's a bit of a bubbling excitement you can see some of you feeling quite a bit emotionally that's okay. That's what the Holy Spirit does. That's what it's like to be in his presence and feel things intensely. 
So don't be afraid of it. God wants to speak to you this morning. He's got stuff that's just for you. And you're not you're gonna hear it, so don't worry. You're not gonna miss it. So it starts off in Song of Songs, it starts like this. Um, the bride is talking and she says, Smother me with kisses, your spirit kiss divine. So kind are your caresses, I drink them in like sweetest wine. Your presence releases a fragrance so pleasing, over and over, poured out. For your lovely name is flowing oil. No wonder the brides to be adore you. Draw me into your heart and lead me out. We'll run away together into your cloud-filled chamber. It's talking about the word of God is like a kiss from our beloved. It's like a breath, like the first breath that Adam had when God breathed in him. That's what that's like, that first kiss. It talks about kisses being like wine. <laughs> And it means kisses and wine are nearly the same word in Hebrew. So I'm told. (laughs) The implication is that God's lovers will be drunk with love. The intoxicating kisses of his mouth. Okay, so what you're feeling right now, that bubbling, that sense of excitement, that's what that is. That's what it's like to experience the kisses of, of God. It talks about the cloud-filled chamber, and that is pointing us to the holy place, the holy of holies, that intimate place. But it's interesting at the beginning of the Song of Songs because the bride replies and she says, oh, but I'm not worthy to be there. I'm not worthy to be there. I feel really embarrassed about myself. Um, I feel uncomfortable with who I am. And um, the bride replies, and he says, but you're so lovely. And again, she says, but I'm not. I'm really not that lovely. If you knew me, you wouldn't say that. And he replies again, and he says, yet you are so lovely. You're like a fine linen, a fine linen tapestry hanging in the holy place. So he sees her in the holy place. That's how God sees you, in the holy place. He's not bothered about how you feel about being there. <laughs> He's not worried that you don't feel like you should be there. He loves that he loves you and he thinks you're beautiful and wants to display you like a tapestry hanging in the holy of holies. It's interesting to me that there's a hunger in her and she wants to experience more of him. But she only sees him as a shepherd at the moment. In this book, it says that she sees him as the shepherd king, not the bridegroom king, which I think is really interesting because it almost speaks of that she's got to behave in a certain way. She's got to um, be led by him. And there's not much intimacy going on at the moment. Um, She's just kind of being a bit of a follower. Um, She still needs quite a lot of reassurance from him. And this is what he says. Let this speak to your heart, okay? Listen, my radiant one. That's you. You're his radiant one. 
If you ever lose sight of me, just follow my footsteps. Where I lead my lovers, come with your burdens and cares. We could say responsibilities and labours. Come to the place near the sanctuary of my shepherds. There you will find me. My dearest one. (laughs) Oh, let me tell you how I see you. You're so thrilling to me. To gaze upon you is is like looking at one of Pharaoh's finest horses. A strong, regal steed pulling his royal chariot. Your tender cheeks are aglow and your earrings and gem-laden necklaces set them ablaze. We, which is talking about the Trinity, we will enhance your beauty. She sounds pretty stunning already, doesn't she? <laughs> she's got a lot of jewellery on. She's like, a, she's like a beautiful horse. But they're saying, the Trinity is saying, we're going to enhance your beauty. There's more. There's more for you. Encircling you with our golden reins of love, you will be marked with our redeeming grace. <laughs> wow. The Trinity want to encircle you with love. You're going to be marked by grace. So, I don't know about you, but if someone said that to me, I think I'd be fairly convinced. (laughs) She's beginning to be won by him and let love penetrate her heart. She's starting to change her mind about her relationship with him. So she says in chapter 2, I am truly his rose, the very theme of his song. I'm overshadowed by his love growing in the valley. Hmm. She's getting the picture, isn't she? (laughs) It takes us a while sometimes, doesn't it, to really believe what God says about us. So the shepherd king replies and says, Yes, you are my darling companion. You stand out from all the rest. For through the curse of sin, though the curse of sin surrounds you, still you remain as pure as a lily, even more than others. So you may feel like there's lots around you at the moment. A lot of gooey, icky stuff. (laughs) But the shepherd king says, it's okay. You're as pure as a lily. That's who you are. She replies to him, My beloved is to me the most fragrant apple tree. He stands above the sons of men. Sitting under his grace shadow, I blossom in his shade. Enjoying the sweet taste of his pleasant, delicious fruit, resting with delight where his glories never fade. This is a good time to start enjoying some of that fruit. (laughs) Suddenly he transported me into his house of wine. He looked upon me with his unrelenting love divine. Revive me with your goblet of wine. Refresh me again with your sweet promises. Help me and hold me, for I'm lovesick. I'm longing 
for more. Oh, I'm longing for more. Yes. Yeah, how can I take more? <laughs> his left hand cradles my head while his right hand holds me close. I'm at rest in his love. Listen, I hear my lover's voice. I know it's him coming to me, leaping with joy over mountains, skipping in his love over the hills that separate us to come to me. Let me describe you to him. He's so graceful, graceful as a gazelle, swift as a wild stag. Those are symbols of joy gazelle and stag now he comes close even to the places where I hide he gazes into my soul peering through the porthole as he blossoms within my heart this is the one I love and he calls to me and now she sees him as the bridegroom as she listens to what he says and this is what he says arise my dearest hurry my darling come with me I have come, as you have asked, to draw you to my heart and lead you out. For now is the time, my beautiful one. Now is the time, my beautiful one. The season has changed and the bondage of your barren winter has ended. The season of hiding is over and gone. The rains have soaked the earth, so she's feeling refreshed. And, le- and left it bright with blossoming flowers. The season of pruning the vines has arrived. I hear the cooing of our doves in our land. He's talking about harvest there. And notice he calls it our land. They've been on a journey together, haven't they? <laughs> The birds are filling the air with songs to awaken you and guide you forth. Can you not discern it? This new day of destiny breaking forth around you. This is us, church. Ha ha ha. A new day of destiny breaking forth around us. There's early signs of purpose and plans. They're bursting forth. The budding vines of new life are blooming everywhere. The fragrance of flowers whispers, There is change in the air. There is change in the air. <laughs> Keep receiving it. <laughs> we just sang that, didn't we? We declared that just over our own lives. There is change prophesied it over our own lives is there any wonder that that line resonates quite strongly say it again Rach there is change in the air (laughs) (laughs) 
Arise, my love, my beautiful companion. Run with me to the higher place, for now is the time to arise and come away with me. For you are my dove, hidden in the split open rock. That's talking about the wounded side of Jesus. When he died on the cross for us, his body was broken. He split open for us. And we're hidden with him like a dove, head in the, hidden in the cleft of a rock. Our place is one of peace. And that's what the dove is about. But we're hidden. We're protected. Nothing's going to change it. The bridegroom says, It was I who took you and hid you up high in the secret stairway of the sky. I think that means we're hidden with heaven heavenly places, don't you? <laughs> Let me see your radiant face and hear your sweet voice. How beautiful your eyes of worship and lovely your voice in prayer. Oh, he just loves it when we worship him. He really loves it. <laughs> you must catch those troubling foxes. Those sly foxes that hinder our relationship. For they raid our budding vineyard of love to ruin what I have planted within you. Will you catch them and remove them for me? We'll do it together. The foxes are compromises. Compromises of love. Where you've compromised, or we've compromised, including me, and chosen not to go to that place sometimes. This is our destiny to be in this intimate place. And often there are foxes that like to come and ruin things. There might be thoughts, might be behaviours. Our beloved is calling us to more <laughs> because he knows there's greater fruit for us. Remember how he sees us. He's not, he's not angry with us about the foxes. He doesn't judge us about the foxes. He comes and says, it's okay. We'll do it together. So she replies to him, I know my lover is mine and I have everything in you for we delight ourselves in each other. So when you give praise to God, he gives stuff back to you and it's like a this cyclical thing that happens. That's, what, that's talking about that. So they delight themselves in each other. So I give worship to God and he, I, if I'm open to him speaking to me, I feel him saying, oh, I think you're wonderful back. And then I go, oh, I think you're wonderful too. And it becomes this cyclical thing. Until the day springs to life and the shifting shadows of fear disappear, turn around my lover and ascend to the holy mountains of separation without me. Ooh. Until the new day fully dawns, run on ahead like the graceful gazelle and skip like the young stag over the mountains of separation. Go on ahead to the mountains of spices. I'll come away another time. So she's kind of saying, I don't feel quite ready to go with you yet. something about your holiness um, and your amazingness that I'm finding tricky 
what happens next in the next chapter is chapter 3. She feels his absence. So it's like she regrets the decision. It's like she said, oh boy, I wish I never said that. <laughs> I wish I'd gone with you. Because she goes out searching for him. It says, night, and night after night, I'm tossing and turning on my bed. Why did I let you go from me? I can't find you. So she goes out looking. See if she can find him. Because she misses him. She realises the difference that he makes to her life. In her journey, she says, I encountered him. I found the one I adore. I caught him. I fastened him to myself, refusing to be feeble in my heart again. the bridegroom says this listen my dearest darling you are so beautiful you are beauty itself to me your eyes glisten with love like gentle doves behind your veil what devotion I see each time I gaze upon you you are like a sacrifice ready to be offered when I look at you I see that you have taken my fruit and tasted my word your life has become clean and pure like a lamb washed and newly shorn. You now show grace and balance with truth on display. He's having quite an effect on her, isn't he? <laughs> you see how this, this book is the journey of what it means to be, have love change you. Your lips are as lovely as Rahab's scarlet ribbon, speaking mercy speaking grace the words of your mouth are as refreshing as an oasis what pleasure you bring to me I see your blushing cheeks opened like the halves of a pomegranate that speaks of hearts open with love when I look at you I see your inner strength so stately and so strong you are as secure as David's fortress your virtues and grace cause a thousand famous soldiers to surrender to your beauty oh he's made her so beautiful <laughs> your pure faith and love rest over your heart as you nurture those who are yet infants she says I have opened my mind until the darkness disappears and the dawn has fully come in spite of shadows and fears I will go to the mountaintop with you I will climb with you to the mountain of suffering love and the hill of burning incense yes I will be your bride he replies every part of you is so beautiful my darling perfect your beauty without a flaw within you're without a flaw did you know now you're ready bride of the mountains to come with me as we climb the highest peaks together come with me through the archway of trust we will look down from the crest of glistening mounds and from the summit of our sublime sanctuary. Together we will wage war in the lion's den and the leopard's lair as they watch nightly for their prey. So he's giving her assignments now and they're doing it together. For you have reached into my heart 
with one flash of your eyes. I'm undone by your love. My beloved, my equal, my bride, you leave me breathless. I'm overcome by merely a glance from your worshipping eyes, for you have stolen my heart. I am held hostage by your love and by the graces of righteousness shining upon you. How you satisfy you how satisfying to me, my equal, my bride, your love is my finest wine, intoxicating and thrilling. <coughs> this is Jesus talking about his bride. You reach into my heart with the one flash of your eyes, that's you. You reach into his heart with one flash of your eyes. <laughs> He's intoxicated by you. He he hasn't finished yet. (laughs) He's got a whole lot more to say about you. He says, your loving words are like honeycomb to me. Your tongue releases milk and honey, for I find the promised land flowing within you. The fragrance of your worshipping love surrounds you with scented robes of white. My darling bride, my private paradise fastened to my heart. A secret spring are you that no one else can have. My bubbling fountain hidden from public view. What a perfect partner to me now that I have you. That's how he sees you. You're his perfect partner. He wouldn't swap you with anyone else. There's nobody that's better. Your inward life is now sprouting, bringing forth fruit. What a beautiful paradise unfolds within you. When I'm near you, I smell aromas of the finest spices. For many clusters of my exquisite fruit now grow within your inner garden. Your life flows into mine, pure as a garden spring. A well of living water springs up from within you like a mountain brook flowing into my heart. She says to him, then may your awakening breath blow upon my life until I'm fully yours. (laughs) Breathe upon me with your spirit wind. Stir up the sweet spice of your life within me. Spare nothing as you make me your fruitful garden. Hold nothing back until I release your fragrance. Come walk with me as you have walked with Adam in your paradise garden. Come and taste the fruits of your life for me. He replies, I've come to you, my darling bride, for you are my paradise garden. wonder if this is the cry of your heart this morning she says to him come walk with me until I'm fully yours come and taste the fruits of your life within me if you feel like you want to say that this morning to Jesus then just say it to him right now this is a good time come and walk with me until I'm fully yours
We were only halfway through the book here. <laughs> Feels like the end of the story almost, doesn't it? But there's a lot more to come. I'm not going to read any more. <laughs> we'll be here all day. <laughs> By the end of Song of Songs, the bride and the bridegroom are so in sync with each other that they're off now doing projects together in a team. bride can't help herself because she's realised and embraced the fullness of perfect love. She's so besotted with him that she can't help but share him with other people. She can't help but take him on missions and plans and journeys. They can't help but go together because they're so in sync. I feel like God is calling our hearts this morning and saying, come on now. Let's run together. Let's go on the journey together. There's more for you. There's more for you. I see you. I see your beauty. I see your completeness. I see your perfection. Stay with me. Stay with me because there's more. There's more to come. about certain people having journeys just one on one maybe all of us (laughs) so there are specific things that God will be speaking to you about this morning and ministering to you in bringing to mind it's also about us as a body that's why this table is in the middle and there's enough for us to share (laughs) Okay, so if you want to come up and share this together, that'd be great. There's no pressure. This is a time for us to enjoy Jesus together. So if you feel like you want to pray for somebody, if you feel like you've got prophetic that you want to speak over them, that's great.